0: This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 23. Jesus could have stopped this incredible wrong right then, right there, but he instead allowed himself to die in a place, in place. Of this very guilty man. I mean, imagine that. Jesus was going to be the substitute for Barabbas the murderer, the perfect for the imperfect, just as he has as as he was for our substitute. He died that we might live. Mark tells us that the chief priest had whipped up the crowd. Let me ask you, who's moving you today? Christianity is personal at its inception. And at one's finale. In between? Well, in between, it's lived out corporately as a local church. However, we must always do what we do because of Christ's direction to us personally, not because of the push of a man or an organization. Verse 22. And he said to them the third time, Why? This is uh, Pilate speaking. Why? What evil has this man done? I find no capital crime in him. I will therefore chastise him and release him. Now, Pilate will go down in history for the decision that he would make there that day. This man of compromise would seek the easy way and would forever pay for that error. Ironically, we can easily condemn him for his action, yet innumerable folks have followed in those footsteps. In fact, many of us that are listening today have followed in those footsteps. Pilate, well, he wanted nothing to do with the crucifixion of Christ. Apparently he knew in the depth of his soul that Jesus was innocent. And therefore, in the end, he attempted to wash his hands of the whole ordeal. And in this, he was no different than so many folks today. Those that don't have the guts to stand up and do the right thing, but they also don't want to be viewed as an outsider either. So they join the untold masses of folks who spend their lives attempting to straddle the middle. Except, you know what? The only problem is, there is no middle. Not for Pilate. Not for any of us. Verse 23. But they were urgent with loud voices, asking that he might be crucified. Their voices and their voices of the chief priests prevailed. Now, the King James Version uh, does the greatest judgment uh, herein by saying um, that the crowd was insistent Hmm. even today as the world unravels in the daily newspaper and the people cry for peace but ironically they reject the only prince of peace Pilate was trying to put forth a last ditch effort to save Jesus but ironically the whole time Jesus was trying rather to save him History does record that Pilate eventually lost his governorship soon after this event. So the story goes, indeed, whatever we attempt to hold on to at the cost of Jesus in our life is sure to be lost in the end. Why? What evil has he done? And the people chanted all the louder, crucify him! Ironically, just a week before, the people were crying... Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. What a vivid picture of the fickle hearts of men. Verse 24 says, Pilate decreed that what they asked for should be done. Now, some folks today want to blame the crowds. Some blame the Roman army. Then there are those who lay the guilt at the feet of the religious leaders. And indeed, all of these on some level are true. But for sure, Pilate pulled the trigger, there's no doubt about it, and he will be forever remembered for that fatal decision. It's hard to imagine that just one decision could have such far-reaching and profound ramifications for us personally, as well as those around us, and even beyond our immediate world. Yet, while few of us will live with the dramatic legacy of Pilate, thank you very much, (laughs) many of us know the price, indeed, of a bad decision made in a moment of compromise. Pilate, he bowed to the pressure of others, but you know what? In reality, he fell, finally, to the pressure of his own flesh. Now, Luke does not record the scourging of Jesus, but another one of the gospels certainly does as well as our understanding of Roman history we read elsewhere about the beating of Jesus that took place even before he was taken to the cross prophecy had forewarned of this aspect of the crucifixion Isaiah 50 and 53 tell of the beating that he would endure verse 25 says he released him Pilate released him who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder for whom they asked, but he delivered Jesus up to their will. The whipping that preceded the crucifixion was a horror that often left the individual dead before he even made it to the cross. In the Roman system, the scourging was used to elicit a confession of guilt to other crimes that that individual may have committed. And you see, the individual then could stop the process of the whipping anywhere along the way in his 39 lashes by admission to his guilt and to other crimes. But you see, with Jesus, that'd be a problem because Jesus, well, he didn't have any crimes to admit to. So he stood silent as they beat him over and over and over 39 times. And he said nothing. The tool that is used in such whippings is actually a cat of nine tails with bits of glass and pottery embedded in the ends of the leather. So as it wrapped around the victim, it would rip open the flesh, exposing bone, muscle, and organs. Once again, most people would never survive 39 lashes and they would actually die right there. However, Jesus did not. No, because he had an appointment with destiny. Now, some folks some folks today have the innate ability to remove themselves from this horrific scene. They're able to make light of it or ignore it altogether. But I, however, am not one of those people. Verse 26 of our text says, When they led him away, they grabbed one Simon of Cyrene coming from the country and laid the cross on him to carry it after Jesus. Now, please note that Jesus carried his cross. And you know what? Today he's asking no less of us. For the cross is a vehicle of death and we are to die to this world. And to all that would keep us from a discipled walk with him. Luke 9.23 says, He said to all, If anyone desires to come after him or come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.